0: On 2SM and the Super Network, High
1: Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If
0: only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Currying
2: down the riverbank. High tide, it is six minutes after six. Good to have the pleasure of your company. This morning, if you're thinking of heading out today, Sydney enclosed waters. Northwesterly about 10 knots increasing, 10 to 15 during the afternoon. Seas below 0.5 of a metre. Uh, For the Sydney coastal forecast, we're looking at Sydney, Broken Bay to Port Hacking. Northwesterly 15 to 20 knots. Turning westerly in the early afternoon. Winds reaching up to 25 knots offshore the sea One to two meters. The swell southerly around about a meter and sunny are the forecast conditions for today. Now, gentlemen, we've had a fair bit of debate on the program over the the last couple of weeks, and it's time to get to the bottom of the Chinese whispers. Okay, we've got uh, the Honourable Melinda Pavey online. Morning, Melinda.
3: Morning, Alan
2: Grant. Morning. How are we?
3: And kieran how are you oh, yeah, very well thank you
2: he started I'm to going cry i stay
3: then. sort of in
0: the back blocks of this discussion i'll just leave this between
1: yourself steve and alan okay well, we've got steve steve pierce online as well who's the ceo of surf life saving morning steve
4: good morning gents and good morning melinda Hey, Steve. Now
1: Steve, there's been a bit of communication around and we need you to put a straight on it and it's uh, come from a couple of sources that basically they're saying soil life-saving recommends that when you participate in rock fishing you should wear gumboots and waders. Now that doesn't sound correct to me but I thought you would put everyone straight on it.
4: Yeah, no, good morning Jensen. Now I also heard this as well and can uh, categorically uh, refute this as well. It's, um, um, it's a ridiculous assumption and um, and uh, this was all generated from, um, someone, uh, from, I think it was, it came out of the, um, the rock fishing association that, uh, took, took a picture of, um, an old image of, uh, of a rock fisherman that was, uh, wearing what appeared to be gum boots. Uh, that was uh, at one of our rock fishing education sessions. But no, no, boys, I can definitely, um, uh, tell you that we don't, um, we don't recommend that at all. In the fact, at all our rock fishing education days that we've run right up and down the state, you know, we've had experts from the rock fishing and fishing community, and uh, they definitely do not advocate that message.
1: No, that's good. And there was some concern oh, it was, it was raised that uh, surf lifesaving got two hundred and five thousand dollars out of the recreational fishing trust. But you're the first people on the on the beat, basically, or the first port of call when someone goes in on the rocks. Normally, uh, some of your assets have to go around and have a look for the people, don't you?
4: Yeah, look, it is. And, um, and look, yeah, we were really fortunate. It was actually, uh, we got $206,000 out of that to run a whole suite of rock fishing education programs up and down, um, the New South Wales coastline. And, uh, we finished that only the other week with the last one being down in, in the Waverley area. And that, that program out of that, out of that money, um, we, we gave out to rock fishermen that are registered to attend the program. Just over um, one thousand rock fishing life jackets. Um, you know, we did. I think it was around eighty-five education sessions. Um, there, there was ten of these rock fishing education full-day programs hauled up and down the coastline. Uh, we had over four thousand five hundred people attend. It's. I'd have, to, I'd have to say, gents, it's the biggest um, safety. Rock fishing program or a safety fishing program ever held in New South Wales.
1: Oh, that's good because really, when it's all said and done, rock fishing is the one that gets all the attention because it has the most fatalities. But it's one of the smaller segments of the fishing and boating community.
4: Oh look, definitely, and you know, rock fishing um, is you know is one of those areas where, unfortunately, um, last year you know rock fishing fatalities was represented one of the highest proportion of all coastal drownings. You know that our lifesavers had to respond to and um, this year fortunately you know those statistics are, are down from the previous year and and that's because we're seeing a lot more of the life jackets being worn and a lot more of the safety messages you know um, being adhered to but you are correct you know that the first responders ever um, that go to these rock fishing incidents you know wh- whether it's drownings or people that have been swept off the rocks or headlands are volunteer lifesavers and our yes. lifeguards and you know, and we're the only ones that are equipped either with our jet skis or helicopters to get around to them. So, yeah, it's that's the reason why you know, Surf Life Saving you know, ventured into this area. And yeah, you know, it's yeah, you know, it's, it's a great pastime fishing and, and rock fishing. You know, it's probably some of the most um, rugged and, and um, extraordinary locations up and down the coast. But as you boys know, it that can also be some of the most um, dangerous and, yes. and also really catastrophic.
2: Yeah. It's such a relief to, to to hear that information because I've been following um, with Surf Lifesaving the, the various courses you've been doing up and down the the New South Wales coast and, and uh, I'm sure Melinda would agree here, as a, from my own perspective, as a former Surf Lifesaver growing up as a kid, I was at South Maruba, which was the first surf club to allow females on board, you know, revolutionary and all of those sorts of things. The last thing I want to do is sit here and bag Surf life saving with something like that. It was... And those life jackets they were a good quality life jacket, and all you had to do was come along and attend the full period yeah. of the um, of the education class and you guys just gave it to them a great initiative
4: yeah. well it is and, and, and you know what what 's um, even even more enjoyable to see is um, the reports when we now have our people out patrolling the coastlines, and they actually see in some of these locations you know around Cornell and um, around I guess the Ranwick area that was always synonymous with really high rock fishing drownings. Yeah, you know, we see um, yeah you know, men and women sit, uh, standing there you know, in their rock fishing jackets. You know, and it's you know because a life jacket you know, is the best opportunity to save your life if you are swept off the rocks. And I don't I don't know we've been to countless rescues where we've picked up rock fishermen that have been swept off with their life jackets, but. Yeah. Again, to tell the truth, boys, we would much prefer people just adhere to those messages and try and steer clear of uh, those areas when we've got those massive seas on that that do present those
1: dangers. Yeah, good point, Well, yeah,
3: Just on on that point, Steve, um, great to have you on the program. Uh, are we taking you mentioned a lot of information courses up and down the coast, but are we taking it to Western Sydney communities like Cabramatta, um, just so that we you know meet that those challenges um, from people that aren't aware of the dangers of those East Coast lows and big waves that surge through?
4: Oh look, that is a great question without notice Melinda Pavey (laughs) Um, but but in in fact you you are bang on the money there. So um, over 80% of all our attendees um, for all these programs that were registered came from um, either culturally and linguistically diverse communities, or non-English speaking background communities, um, the majority from Western Sydney um, and uh, South Western Sydney. So, uh, our target, we, we specifically targeted the audiences where you know, people, you know, just don't have the, as much experience on the coastline, you know, particularly when it comes to fishing, but also. Really embrace fishing and, and rock fishing, and um, they were our target audiences. And you know, I was really pleased to report that you know all our sessions you know um, were were majorly uh, populated by you know by these members from those communities. And then we had you know key members from our fishing and rock fishing communities that we engaged to actually deliver these education programs and, and talk about not just rock fishing safety, but also fishing tips. So they didn't just walk away with a, a life saving life jacket. Um, or awareness about how to save themselves, you know, on, whilst they're rock fishing, but also how can they better catch, you know, those pelagic species that you know that they do target, you know, during those times with the rocks, you know, like the big kingies and and the tuna as well.
1: That sounds good to me. And Brendan just came in with a question for me. Uh, this will open a can of worms. What stops <laughs> the government from pay, being able to pay the volunteers, especially considering they risk their lives to save lives?
4: Oh jeez, we don't want to go into that kind of work.
2: Yeah. For a start, <laughs> but, but you're breaking with tradition. How,
4: yeah, Brendan, sorry, I can't much? hear you. You're breaking up there. But, um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, how look, much more tax does <laughs> everyone want to pay? <laughs> but
4: That's but true. But in, in all seriousness, we just have yeah. Look, we've got um, thousands and thousands of really devoted lifesavers, as as your boys would know, and, uh, and and Melinda and her family as well are uh, part of the life-saving fraternity as well, and. Yeah, it's just one of those things where yeah, you know, it's like bushfire fires as well. Like you know, our men and women and boys and girls that's they right. just love doing what they do and yeah. they get get out there and do it and you know, and my job is to try and make sure that they don't put their lives at risk and that's why we do these programs, Yeah, you know, particularly with the with the rock fishing fraternity, to try and better educate people so they don't put themselves in these dangerous situations.
0: Kieran? Yeah. Being the little devil that I like to be occasionally. Let's this uh, how do we pay for people brings back into the situation why are we not fining people for not adhering to the rules and regulations of swimming between the flags. <laughs> Kieran, <laughs>
1: volunteers can't find you and the cost no, to get someone no, else down would can... be too hard.
0: It can't be too hard. Nah,
4: so we we, we can give everyone a, a stern talking to Kieran, yes. but we, we can't find them and and, and, and fortunately, you know, our lifesavers, you know, volunteer lifesavers, they're not police officers. But, it, but in a serious note, um, you know, like last year we had 55 drownings along the coast, and not one of those drownings were between our red and yellow flags. They were um, all outside the red and yellow flags. And this year, um, and our statistics that that we collect, finish the end of this month, we have we've had you know, tragically 54 coastal drownings, and again. Not one of those between the red and yellow flags that our volunteer lost Okay, that okay. so says it all.
1: That says it all. Who who
0: pays, or what compensation does a family receive if their mum or their dad loses their life trying to save somebody that needs rescuing outside the flags?
4: Yeah, and I'm, I'm, unfortunately, Garen, yeah, there is you know there's 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 no compensation for that, and you know and really tragically you know this year I, I know five separate circumstances where fathers, five separate fathers have all lost their lives trying to protect their children that were being caught um, either in in rips or or in unpatrolled locations where our lifesavers weren't there.
1: Yeah, you make a good point. Steve, look, thank you very much for your time this morning. Much appreciated. I'm glad you cleared that up. We thought that would be the case, but it's better off to get it from the horse's mouth.
2: Is there anything else? Thanks, Jen. Well, we're I,
4: out of time. I really enjoy listening to your program. Yeah, you know, High Tide's just a great program for all the fishers out there. And,
2: Steve, okay. just before you do go, it's probably timely at this time of year, about halfway through the year. I, I suppose surf clubs now would be planning their qualifying certificates for next season for young people coming through. Well worth getting involved in. My, 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 I'd say to my dad, I'm going to go down and play cricket with the boy. No, no, you can't on Sunday. You're on patrol. What a shame. I have to go and stand on the beach the whole day. How ordinary this for a living a great way of keeping your kids out of trouble a great way of keeping them fit and more importantly in a country like australia a great way of giving them knowledge of the water that's out there so that they can save not only other people's lives but their own potentially
4: yeah no totally that's a that's a fantastic tradition it's really australian it does save lives as we've seen and you know, i would recommend everyone you know if they're thinking about it this summer come and join a local uh, surf life club because we already know that the forecast for this summer is going to be one of the hottest summers in many, many years that New South Wales has had. So It's going well, to be, a it's going to be hot because
0: Melinda's on patrol. Yeah, that's,
4: exactly, that's exactly right. If you want the safest beach, just go where the baby
2: <laughs> And they can just go knock on the door of the surf club or give them a ring? <laughs> Steve? They
4: can. They, they can either just go online um, or just go down and um, knock on the club door when, when, um, when, when the surf life saves are down there.
1: Okay, Brilliant. thank you for that Steve. Mel, you're going to stay online with us? Yeah. Okay, we'll take okay. a break. It's now 18 minutes past six. Thanks, Steve. That's Talking sport.
5: So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was o- oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at 3 o'clock and listen to Tungsi's one-liners, Pappy, pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around.
1: Graham, explaining all the
5: complicated rules in layman's terms, and then, of course, Robo. <laughs> if tigers don't win, he always takes
1: his happy pills before he comes on.
2: Weekdays from 3. I'll be saying, what on earth? is the world coming to <laughs> an Aussie in charge of Tottenham Hotspur and it's not any club we are talking Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur this is
0: 2SM
4: so I got invited out to watch the state
6: origin mate you wouldn't believe it now I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down 9 30 as soon as the game was over it kicked everybody out absolutely
5: yeah. classic <laughs> New Queensland are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties yeah, in Origin. Yeah, the biggest the certainties, certainties
1: to ever go in... around in
2: the region. Talking Sport weekdays from three.
1: We're on the road to a safer future. Right across New South Wales, we're upgrading our roads with more safety features like flexible barriers, wide centre lines, and rumble strips. Because safe roads save lives. Find out what's happening in your area at towardszero.nsw.gov.au. And remember, let's slow down and watch out for workers as we build a safer tomorrow today. A message from the New South Wales Government. Sustained
4: performance in footy is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Hostplus Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top-performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus.
1: Issued by Host Plus
4: Pty Limited. Super Ratings SR50 Balance Index, January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.
2: Search compare Host Plus today.
5: Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay.
0: Visit petersofkensington.com.au.
4: Knock, knock. Hey,
3: did you sort our professional indemnity insurance? Uh, well, I went to do...
2: Abandon hope, overworked startup owner.
3: Okay, can I help you? I am the
2: Grim Renewer, making business insurance pure agony. Confusing (laughs) jargon. Bad customer service. Negotiate. It's all done. What? Impossible.
6: I went to bizcover.com.au, compared policies from top insurers, and saved a bunch. No dramas. Who is this bizcover? Only Australia's leading business insurance specialist.
2: Can you leave, please? This is 2SM, Sydney.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM
1: and the Super Network.
2: Thanks to Shimano, tomorrow's tackle... 22 to after 6 day. as the guys fight in the background. Guys, it's very simple. It's very easy to teach people to swim between the flags. Let them get hit by a surfboard. They will never, ever surf it, swim in surf craft areas ever yeah, again. Yeah,
1: but then someone's got to go and pick them up and there's blood in the yeah, water. Yeah, there's, there's blood buttons.
2: in the water and stitches will be required. It's That's why we don't want you to hang swim on, hang hang on. outside the I'll flags. I'll
1: if she agrees. To that. Mel, do you agree with what Grant's saying?
3: Oh, it's just, you just hope people make the right choices and you can't legislate, you can't find brains.
1: You can't fix stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: and just on that, you know, thank you to the, there's a lot of surfers that don't get a lot of credit for actually um, doing a lot of um, life saving. Yes. Um, the number of people saved by those surf crafts, by the, you know, by the surfers out there. I know my brother growing up, up here at Kossab, he saved countless number of people. One day he got a big fight, he was bringing somebody in and um, they were an amputee. But my brother didn't realise that and he thought a shark had would got.
2: It. Oh. And, and Melinda, that was another thing Surf Life Saving did a few years back. They, they went up and down the coast of uh, New South Wales and, and offered surfers free uh, instruction on how to use their surfboard, be it a 5'7", you know, uh, a a 9'12", or 9'10", or whatever. Um, They gave them instruction on how to rescue people using their own board and do it safely, and that was a free initiative uh, set up by, by, uh, you know, Surf Life Saving New South Wales. And
3: anyway, there's some other good news. You know, with solstice on Thursday, yes. mm-hmm. so every day is getting longer, oh. uh, and we're hitting. So, and the, I've just because I know that you're in a, a terrible box without any views there in the studio. It's a magnificent sunrise, um, uh, and it's really just punching through at the moment, and it's just going to get a bit earlier, and uh, every every Sunday from now until summer. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought to.
0: that up. That means I'm living longer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Not appreciated by a lot, but...
1: <laughs> Are you at home at the moment, Mel? I am, I am. So you're halfway to Queensland, that's why. <laughs> a bit further <laughs> east than us. It's still very black out here. Uh,
3: yeah, it's, it's, it's probably only about 10 minutes in it, but, um, yeah. yeah, Byron Bay, obviously the most easterly point, Yes. which is two hours up the road, but uh, a beautiful sunrise um, happening here on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. And here's another interesting thing we've seen to lorry before and the grey nurse sharks. Um, we had warnings on our local television news bulletins this week not to feed the grey nurse sharks. There's been a bit of a habit forming around southwest rocks and foster um, to, to throw food out to them. But uh, our National Parks and Wildlife people are on saying, don't encourage them. They're, 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 and they had vision of, you know, dozens and dozens of grey nurse sharks to lowest point, an endangered species. Um, but certainly... Um, there's a lot of them around, and even so much so that we've been warned not to feed them and encourage them into local waterways.
1: And, and they're, they're like the chicken of the sea, the nurse. They're not, not going to harm you.
3: And actually, it reminded me over the summer day, Channel 7 ran some footage of, um, of the swimmers at Foster doing their um, morning ritual, which is a swim across the Foster beach. <laughs> Underneath the swimmers was about a dozen great
2: hills, sharks, <laughs> yeah, no
3: which looks really frightening, but you yeah. know, for smart people like you lot, you know it's pretty safe.
2: Speaking yeah. of frightening, there's some vision coming out of Florida in the US of a guy who's out fishing and reaches in the, into the water to grab his fish, and a bull shark comes past and says, oh, a free hand, Yeah, <laughs> and drags oh, him into the water. Not
1: good.
3: <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah. I don't think
2: oh. I don't think the shark got his hand. Now, it was more panic
1: and Mel, fear. Mel, question without notice. I don't know if you crosses, but have you heard this kerfuffle going on with Bongen uh, bongan uh, Bay up on uh, northern beaches of Sydney where a group up there want to get it closed to boating and fishing? Oh, the swimming story.
3: Yeah, yeah, yes. I've, heard, I've heard Grant talk about it. You've got it fixed,
1: though, haven't you? No, no, no. no, no it's no, still no. going. They're at council on Tuesday to try and get council to, to back it to go to state parliament.
3: Uh, Well, you know what to do, fellas. You know what to do. Yes. Bring attention to it, and just let common sense um, surface to the top.
2: I think it will with most people on the northern beaches, because the people that I've spoken to about it uh, uh, just see them as like a, a, well, they're lunatics to be straight with you. That's That's the way they're saying it. Um, Not that they are. They've got. They've got a claim, but you can't. You can't shut down an entire beach for multiple communities just based on the, the wants of a small group of people. Ten or twelve have thought. people, yeah. yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's all going to happen on Tuesday night. Uh, Mel, It'll work what, out. What else has been happening?
3: We had Laurie over um, on Sunday for afternoon tea. Did you take your whale and watching? And <laughs> um, actually, you guys, you know, I when I was out on the boat with Laurie. He actually went through what happened because we had a, a whale come up just behind us. And it is amazing, this whale superhighway that we're experiencing yeah. and the numbers that people are talking about. It is extraordinary. And, you know, we were, you know, from the brink of extinction, um, there is massive <laughs> amounts. But Laurie was really, um, you know, how he said he went home to bed and hopped into bed. Like, he, he said to me, he said, you know, Julie, said, what are you doing home? And he said he just jumped into bed and he couldn't even explain to her for half an hour what had happened. That yeah. you know, basically he'd nearly died.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and to have some of his colleagues laughing, I don't think anyone realized, you know, the seriousness of it. Um, and it, it took him quite a few weeks to get back out onto the water. So it is something to be very aware of. And, you know, as Laurie said, that it was just a mistake by the shark. Uh, sorry, by the whale, you know, didn't mean to bump the boat. But when you have a lot of whales out there like that, then, you know, these these things can happen. People yeah. really, really need to be cautious.
2: And that whale tail would turn my boat into splinters. It would just go straight through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: well, you know, and if Laurie hadn't been lying down because he'd sort of fallen down, um, you know, goodness knows what could have happened. So yeah. it's, they are majestic. It, it's quite... Mis- An aerial experience to be out there with them. But, you know, they are huge uh, and they deserve space and respect um, of their majestic and their size.
1: You just have to slow down when they're around. You can't go doing 20 or 30 knots because if you hit one, you will stop in a hurry or the boat will stop in a hurry. You, as a driver, will not stop. You will find the windscreen or whatever is hard in front of you.
0: You know, what was interesting. The depth that Laurie was talking about—yeah, twenty to sixty <clears throat> metres. Yeah they, yeah, they travel up. Yeah, coming back down,
1: they're out a lot now, wider. What? Yeah, because they got the, they got the, the calves when they come down. Is it right? Yeah,
3: but why why does why do they go out deeper with the calves? Um, I think it's safer.
1: Oh. I think it's safer for them. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's just an extraordinary thing. Um, and do you know that they sleep standing up?
1: Do they? Yeah, they rest. Oh, I know some people please. like that. <laughs> we work with some of them. <clears throat> oh, you're Kieran, you're awake. That's all right, good.
3: <laughs> you leave our Kieran
1: alone, you meanies. We've been, we've been good to him. After he's trying to, he's, he wants to cull the whales, he wants to get rid of all the push bike riders. His daughter gave him a hard time about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of his family, too. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know what was the worst—the whales or the teachers. And what about the push bikes? Oh, well, nobody's rung me about the push. Uh, Terry Ann did. Terry Ann did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dad, Alan, and I ride push bikes. Yeah.
1: Okay. And that wasn't me. That was her. Her partner, Alan. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, You want to make it very clear that you're a pushbike rider,
1: Alan. What's wrong oh, with I've got a, I've got a Harley-Davidson, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you rode that? A little while. <laughs> I started <laughs> it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Too cold. Of <laughs> course. Hey, you're the ones who complains about
1: riding your bike in the But I morning. still ride it. Eh? Yeah, because you've got no choice in the moment. I know, Kim takes a car. Yeah, well, you know.
2: <laughs> Well,
3: you all sound very happy because every fishing report this morning has been that the rivers, the lakes, the estuaries, the oceans are just full of fish. They are. It's
1: it's good at the moment. It's good to see.
3: It's been like that for a long, like six or seven months, guys. It's just been magnificent. It's a very interesting program at the moment, much more interesting than during the drought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's happier because there's fish around.
3: Even, yeah, there's so many fish around. I even caught one.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. But did <laughs> actually, Laurie, Cha- Laurie?
3: did. It, I felt like I was cheating.
1: Like I really
3: didn't feel like that. those fish just jumped onto the line because it was Laurie's.
0: <laughs> did they bring spoke. you fish last Sunday?
3: Uh, no, we didn't. We we had um, afternoon tea. We had orange and almond cake, lemon tart, and chocolate muffins.
1: Jeez, huh? Life's tough at the top. Mm. When there
3: was there was no. Oh, actually, I saved a bit of. I made some trout. Um, dip, and I saved a bit for Laurie and Julie, and put on some um, sourdough. So you, the e-board trout, you get the smoked e-board trout, yes. and um, you mix it up with just a bit of, oh, you know, uh, ricotta or mascarpone or a bit of sour cream, um, some shallots and some chives and lemon juice and capers, and just put on a bit of bread, and it's just
1: beautiful. beautiful,
0: beautiful, Okay, and no salt, no pepper.
3: Oh yeah, a bit of that goes oh, without good. saying. Um, and the best part of it is you use the skin then, and just for the dog, he loves the fish skin.
1: <laughs> That's right, doesn't hurt him. And the eyes, because I, I
3: can't come and eat any eyes, I've
1: got to, I've got to admit it. Oh, I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Don't need to eat the eyes. Will you guys have a great week? We will, thank you. Fishing. We will, thank you. It's good to hear from you, and it was Lovely. good to sort that out with Surf Lifesaving so to get the actual facts.
2: Oh, going don't on. you
3: love it when a fact, you know, really destroys a really nasty
2: story? <laughs> 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 yes. I just want to know what I'm going to do with the two containers worth of uh, gumboots and waiters that I've bought <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I found a good market to sell them, but apparently not. Thanks, Mel. You have a great week.
3: No, just remember, keep that keep that life jacket on when you're on the rocks.
2: That's all right. Thanks, Mel. The Honourable Melinda Pavey. Me. 27 minutes away from seven.
3: Things need topping up from time to time, including your COVID-19 protection. Even if you've been vaccinated, boosters can top up your defences and reduce the risk of serious COVID illness. If you're an adult and it's six months since your last COVID vaccination or infection, you can now get the latest vaccine. Top up your COVID protection. Visit health.gov.au slash top up to book your free booster or to find out more. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
2: Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the Bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to pal, that's palkit or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Hey,
6: it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving, innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse.
2: G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett. And Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, hey, eh? Or a road saw. Or an excavator! Or even a power drill.
1: (laughs) What is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round.
4: Hire any equipment for any job.
6: Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings warehouse. Coats. Equipped for anything. Polaris end of
4: financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar crew. Get 2000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside.
2: 2SM has Sydney talking.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
2: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 24 minutes away from seven here on High Tide. Uh, Alan, a little bit bit shocked at Laurie McAnally this morning, I've got to admit. Well, he seemed a little bit overly impressed with a a certain weather reporter from south-east Queensland.
0: Everybody makes a mistake. I
1: don't know if there's much much of talent pool up there. We'll find out. Paul Burt, good morning morning, boys. How are we doing?
2: We're good. How are you? You loaded up that boat. <laughs> good luck, mate. Very
0: well, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> we're, uh, we're heading out. Uh, we're heading out, and there's a brim competition. Good morning. If any of the brim competition guys are here on the Gold Coast at
1: the end of
6: this street right now. Good
1: luck today. You're in for an absolute stunning day. It's looking good. That's good. So- all, all tuned into high tide. I to show you. So, where are you fishing at? Where are you going to fish at? Well, I'm taking my young fella out today and uh, we're going to head out to
6: uh, go get some live bait then head up and try to catch some fish, and then we're going to come back in and have a crack at um, uh, some uh, some uh, like fiery snapper in close, and then we're going to fish the beach gutters for Taylor. tailor and I think we'll do okay. Sounds good. I'm quite confident.
0: What's his specialty in fishing? What does he
1: like to fish for?
6: Oh, he loves everything mate.
1: Sound he of motor revving in the background.
6: He, he 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 will go for anything he can catch, whether it's big or small, as long as his rod gets a nice buckle on the end, he's happy. He's a he's an amazing amazing kid. I'm, I'm a very very proud, Dad. Incredible. So he loves fishing for anything. That, uh, but but you know he's got some micro jigs uh, this week, and he uh, wants to have a bit of a, a bit of flutter with those and see how he goes. So I reckon he'll do okay. Yep. Yeah. So but, but I was talking to Gav from Sea Probe Charters yesterday, uh, who went out and um, very quiet on the 50s. So, look, they scratched together a feed of fish, but geez, it was hard going, you mentioned. You know, they, they ended up getting just a variety of, uh, of of a few Snappery Squire, a few Amberjack, but you had to you had to move around all day. You've got to remember, you know, you've got eight guys on board, you know, and then you'd want to get you know, quite a few fish yourself. So, you know, it was a struggle, but um, look, they always catch good fish, but they just had to move from one spot to another, to another, to another. You get one or two, then you move. And uh, there's a lot of moving, but, you know, eventually at the end of the day. And that's the difference between one boat and another, is other boats will just go out there, ask, fight, and not catch anything, and not not try. But if you're trying, you're moving, you're, you're looking, and uh, and if you don't catch much after spending the day looking, then clearly, you know, you know you the skipper did the best they could. Um, so that's the sort of boat that you really want to go on wherever you are around the country, is one that just moves around and looks, continually looking for the fish, looking for the bite, yeah. But, um, so, pearl perch out of the 50s, uh, you know, it's an afternoon bite at the moment, so you can always go at the arbor. Uh, snapper out there at the moment. There's been some really good catches of tail on the beaches. Loads of flathead in the estuaries and on the beaches. Heaps of flathead have been prolific. We went out early in the week. Uh, young Kalen actually went out for a film. We got some beautiful flatties in the gutters and, uh, and he actually picked up a really nice school jewfish on a... Um, on a three-inch uh, um turbo shrimp in pink and pearl uh, with a bit of fleck in it. So uh, that fired up. I'm, I'm running the, the squidgies, and the squidgies are working very well on the flatties in those shallower mid-morning low-tight gutters at the moment. So we'll try that today as well. We're basically putting our boat between the back break and the beach, and you find the gutter, as long as you're in two metres of water, you're okay. If you're not in two metres of water, then you've got a chance of getting a wave on you. So you, you want to make sure you're in that little that little slippery hole between the banks, and if you do that, you'll, you'll do quite well. Um, loads of flatties in the estuaries I was mentioning. Soft plastic's working. Live herring always working there, too, boys. And the sand crabs, or the blue swimmers, are, are in numbers as well. They're finally turning up in in, uh, in good catches. So uh, anglers have been out there getting amongst those at the moment up around Paradise Point, Sovereign Islands, uh, the eastern western side of crab, the wave break and also uh, down around the, the Sundar Bridge region. Um, you can try it around the Penn region, obviously, the, the Five Ways, and uh, Golden Green Banks, all those areas there, generally hold some pretty good, good uh, sandies as well. But, but I'm driving out through the Southport Seaway as we speak, and I'll tell you what, the big Golden Globe on the horizon is looking sen- bloody sensational.
1: They're, oh, that's good.
6: It's incredible. They, you know, it's just, it's, it's literally about half a millimetre from coming off the, the, the complete um, ocean. And it is just a sensational glass-out of a day, thanks to that high-pressure system. Anyone down south listening, clearly you guys are in for a bit of a vlogging with that, uh, that low-pressure system. And, of course, the trough's coming through at the moment. So, yeah. All the New South Wales, Queensland are the place to be at the moment.
1: Have the whales made their way up there yet?
6: Oh, man, I nearly hit one the other day, this thing. It, it came up. We, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands there. Blakey, we, we, we were coming back in. I had Gordon Tripple on my boat with me and uh, Garmin. And we're coming in from a shoot wide and we were doing 50 K's coming in. It was their calm. And in front of us, he goes, whale. And it was like literally 60 or 80 feet in front of us, if that, maybe 50 feet in front. Of I just saw the color under the water, just the color. And mate, it blew its, its, uh, its, uh, air, air valve. It's uh, right. I had my window open. <laughs> And it came out beside my boat, beside my window of the cabin. It came out. Its head came out and it went... Pfft. Now, the rest of the body's still yet to come out. We know that. And, mate, I'm doing the... I, I, there must have been There must have been a, 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 an itch from my engine to the back of this thing. Yeah. And, and it could have ended disastrously. And, mate, this thing was... He was moving. He was motoring. And I'm thinking, you know, they, they've got to... got to understand there's something above you don't just come up and breathe right in front of it you know you've got the whole bloody ocean so it's inconsiderate so it's not concerned
1: (laughs) (laughs) but they they do do damage if you hit one not uh, not only to them but to you as well so oh absolutely mate
6: you can knock yourself out you can kill yourselves you can roll your boat you can do lots of damage had a mate who hit one um and uh his telltale uh his um Speedometer wasn't working on his glacier bay. He got back home, there was about six inches of blubber jammed up it. Yeah. Um, and, and another bloke, hit Gav from Sea Probe, he had one uh, going uh, out one day, and uh, on a, And, and there's there's no breaching. Some of this thing, you're, you're always wary, you're always see. I'm just this responsible, you're always looking. But, mate, we, we looked and we could not see anything, and gave hit this one this day. And uh, you
1: know that was that was forty five thousand dollars damage to his to his engine, and yeah. no insurance on that stuff because that doesn't cover it. No.
6: So uh, yeah, interesting. Sort of, Why didn't the insurance yeah. cover it? Because that's an accident. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It was something in the clause there. You got to read
1: the fine print. Yeah, I, I'd be looking at the insurance company that one
2: because that that's a purely an accident. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think you yeah. need to read too much of the script. Insurance companies, you give them money, but they don't want to give it back. Isn't that how it works? And that's <laughs> why you decide who, which insurance company you're going to use. Very wisely. Use a maritime yeah.
1: one, not, not some people who go fly by night. Not, yeah. I, I say that as a, a Platinum Club Marine dealer, mm. and I've dealt with them all the time, and we get a lot of claims, and yeah. very rarely yeah. they'll knock a claim back. Mm. And if someone would have hit a whale, I'm sure Club Marine would pay the Yep. Yeah,
6: it's uh, I don't I don't know because it's commercial too, so I, I'm not I, I don't know what happened there. But anyway, yeah. so
1: that, while, that, that was in, he's got a baseboard, hasn't he? Um, he's got uh, what?
6: Sorry, a baseboard? No, that, no, no, no. He's got a uh, no, 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 no. That was uh, the big one. That's a uh, a black
1: watch. Oh, okay, uh, he's foot, in the black watch. Okay, foot, okay foot footer. Footer. Yep. yeah,
6: yeah, 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 yeah. Very nice boat. Actually, you know what? Maybe you did get it paid out. I, I don't know, but it ended up costing him about 45 grand. So that could have been yep. in. Um, Lost earnings too from no, oh yeah, these, let's, guys, these guys are booked out for two months in advance. But
1: that's where you need to have insurance to cover your loss of earnings and things like that in a yeah, application. Yeah, that, that, that
6: is so true. So true. It's
0: a tough one that because you can pay a lot for maybe you
6: know you don't want
0: to have an accident, but anyway, it, it is what it is. With those free, black free, watches, free yeah. Um, with the black watch, which and I used to fish on one. At least four times a year out of Vanuatu, mm-hmm. and they really handle the big seas. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Oh, they're good. Yeah, they're they're a, they're a brilliant boat. The smaller twenty fives, uh, you know, the little ones, they're they're a cute little boat They'll bob <laughs> around like <a> cork <laughs> on the ocean. They're they're, they're <laughs> kind of cute, but you know, if uh, you want to get up to that sort of that, you know, I think it's a 38, 34 is the original. Like that was the best one there. Hey, Karen. Like the thirty-four ones yep. was the synonymous one. The Cooler had one. Everyone had one of those things. Um, I think there's a twenty-six, which is really nice. I know uh, an old mate of ours, Danny Simons, had one up here years ago, and he had a Toyota <laughs> Land Cruiser wrenching in the bloody thing or something. Anyways, it uh, you could go, it could go hundred miles and, and chew a liter. Like yeah. you know, you get, it did not burn any fuel. So it's such a, a beautiful boat. And it was designed, it had an open cockpit like a carbo, so it's a really really nice boat. But anyway. Yeah, the 34s are a good size rig, but that 38-40s. Yeah. yeah, you're going into that next level of, um, of good-quality sport game fishing boat.
1: Okay. Yeah. No worries. Step outside today?
6: Oh, mate, we are stepping outside yep. today. Yep. I went out fishing, right, and uh, I put out the big, heavy gear. I put out the, the Tiago 80 wide, the 130s, put out <laughs> everything. And then I put out a little reel. And the blue marlin swam past <laughs> it and made a little real. And I'm like, you're kidding. So we played it. We got it. This, this fish is ginormous, right? It's, it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And uh, and I was buggered. And while I'm talking about how buggered I was, I thought a, a yellowfin tuna came up at the prop wash, and we actually got it on camera. You'll see it today. It's incredible footage. And it's just slicing at the prop wash. I'm going, oh, go, go, go. And I put another lure out on another light rod. And it was a, a another blue marlin, and it was so big. It was bigger than it would have been, and it ate that lure again. So, yeah, a couple of hours later, thanks to the beauty of, uh, of editing, we can cut it down in about five minutes. So <laughs> you can oh. take a look at it today. A couple of blue marlin on the card, so yeah, it's not too bad.
1: Okay. What time's it on, 7, mate?
6: Uh, two, yeah, 2.30 today there, Blakey. It's on. It's uh, 2.30, and um, it's a it's a, a, a lot of fun, and it's just a couple of mugs going out and a on a now thirty, so you know, nothing um nothing too big. Yeah. And uh and, and you know, you don't need a million dollars in a big game boat to go and catch these fish. I can that, tell you that. You
1: make a good point. Okay, Paul, thank you. You have a great day fishing with the young fella.
6: Oh, mate, we will do. We're just coming up along the outside of South Australia at the moment. It's um it's dead calm. There's a slight ripple northwest, probably three knots on it.
2: Yep, we, oh, think we lost it. So he's him. gone. He's gone. Okay. This is high tide. Thirteen minutes to seven. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. According to West Farmers Michael Channey, cashed-up international investors are going to be turned off if the voice fails. Brent Bultitude. He
0: should have more decorum as uh, the leader of this country, and he's doing everything he can
2: to try and tip this over the edge the problems they have in Alice Springs. If The Voice is going to change that, tell us how it's going to change that because that's the sort of rhetoric that we're not getting from the Prime Minister.
1: 2SM Sydney with Brent Bultitude.
2: From sailboats to
6: yachts to jet skis, FinanceEasy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle, and they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392 182.
3: Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game.
4: Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply.
3: We've all heard it. Washing your dishes by hand saves water. It's a myth. That's why Whirlpool designs innovative kitchen appliances with the environment in mind featuring patented six sense technology whirlpool dishwashers save up to 50 percent on energy and can clean a family-sized load with just a fraction of the water you'd use in the sink so have you got a whirlpool visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you recently retired and want to give back to the community looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly
2: women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call one 805 366
1: or go to VIEW.org.au.
2: It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability, all while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au 2SN
0: Sydney's Talking 2SM 1269 More of High Tide on 2SM
1: and the Super Network
2: Thanks to Shimano Tomorrow's tackle today is only a Google. It is nine minutes away from seven here on High Tide Time to head off to Salamander Bait and Tackle and say good morning to Baldrick Baldrick yeah. <laughs> Tony how are you? Yeah I'm all over it <laughs>
5: yeah. Great cracking morning this morning mate nice and brisk about Four degrees, I guess. Uh, it's not minus four, just four. Uh, so it's a great day for
2: a fish. How's it been over the weekend, fishing wise?
5: Look, plenty of reports coming in. Um, still catching the occasional flathead, which you will all through winter, but not as uh, yeah, not as prevalent as they normally are. But flathead um, getting some nice uh, luderick off the breakwall. Also some brim, but uh, I think the biggest problem with the brim at the moment is the water's so bloody clear.
2: Yeah, same down
5: here. Well, Scully was telling me yesterday that it's not good for fishing if that water's real clear to the brim anyway. You have to wait for a real dark night or, uh, yeah, whatever, or get a bit of murky water. But, uh, you know, still some some quality fish coming off off the beach. Um, Some reports of uh, some nice... uh, Jewfish, uh, up to 115, 120 centimetre. So they're a decent sort of a fish, uh, all caught on, um, tailor, um, tailor heads or tailor fillets as well. They seem to love that, um, that sort of bait. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's probably what they're good for. I don't know. I've never tried to eat them, but some people rave about them. Uh, they tell me you smoke them. They're as good as anything you'll buy. What about you guys? Have you ever eaten it?
2: No. I haven't, no. No? No, no.
5: <laughs> I'm not going.
2: <laughs> well, you can try it and tell us. Yeah, righto. You can be God. our official taste tester.
5: Yeah, fair enough, ain't God. <laughs> I've seen what they eat, and I don't know about it. <laughs> but No, they've got a nice white flesh about them, but I just haven't been, you know, it's a bit like... Um, People eating mullet,
1: it's not something... Oh, no, cool. mullet, I, I go for mullet, I like mullet. Do you? Yeah, mullet's nice. Yeah?
6: How
0: do mm. you cook that?
1: It's nice you take the black lining off, you can cook it any way you want, there's no problems. It's a nice yeah, little really fish. Really. it is
0: quickly on the barbecue, it's yeah, good. it's nice. Stick it out of the way, About a minute.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a bit bit oilier, but uh, it's a nice fish.
0: Yeah, okay,
5: oh well. Yeah, good flavour. Go. I'll take your word for that and... Uh, <laughs>
1: Look, I go back as as a kid. Before I used to go to school, I'd go down to Abbotsford Wharf and we'd fish down there and we'd catch mullet in the morning. And Les Wells used to have the boat shed alongside and when he was burning off his leftover bits of timber and things like that, which is all good timber, we'd get it and stick it through a piece of fillet and we'd cook it for breakfast there and have it straight on the spot
5: yeah okay oh that sounds all good to me <laughs> yeah I, I, as I said, I think I'll leave that to you guys I Yeah, the, the
2: poor will, kids were um, eating cocoa pops <laughs>
5: yeah. I will uh I will endeavour to try a little bit of uh Taylor see how it goes, but anyhow I'll report on that next time. I'm talking to you, I'll get one of the boys to bring me one in, so
1: yeah p j doesn't, so there's no problems,
5: yeah, okay,
1: okay yeah.
5: No worries. Just not something that appeals to me.
1: Okay. And what time are you open till today?
5: Oh, we'll be here till well, Maddie will be here at lunchtime until about 2, 2.30, I guess, depending on what happens. It generally quietens off. But, you know, like, if it's busy, we stay. Uh, if not, you've... About two o'clock normally.
1: Okay. No, is that stuff? Salamander bait and tackle, Bates Salamander tackle. Way, Salamander Bay,
2: 49820711 Coles Express Service Station. Yep.
5: Thanks, guys. Have a good day. <laughs> eh?
2: you, <laughs> If you're thinking of going out fishing today, northwesterly 15 to 20 knots, turning westerly in the early afternoon winds, reaching up to 25 uh, knots offshore this evening. Seas 1 to 2 metres. The swell will be southerly at around about a metre. If you're thinking of heading out and you can't because you don't have a boat, Alan Blake might be able to help you out. Blake'smarine.com.au. I sure can
1: with Stacer Crossfire, 449 side console, 70 horsepower Yamaha.
2: And that's for a family. It's
0: a family that takes five.
1: Yeah, it takes five. Family boat. They've got bow area, cushions, plenty of fishing room. It's got GPS, fish finder, sound. Now, do you ab- check the cushions
0: right? to make sure they're still there? Yeah, they are.
1: Grant hasn't nabbed them yet. Right. It's a bit far to come from him out the west. But trailer, registration, safety gear, ready-to-go package, $39,990. And if you ring up the boys and tell them I'm a high-tide listener, they'll throw in a Stacer alloy deluxe cutting board, which has got rod holders on it and all it's worth $700. So there you go.
0: And that's cheap because most other companies advertise them around 800
1: Oh, yeah, that's right, for those cutting boards. Mm. So it's good value you're getting, but mm. the boat at thirty nine nine ninety is exceedingly good value.
2: I just love the fact that you can go and grab the boat and everything you need's on board. You can go fishing literally the, the day you I'll get it. I'll say one
0: mm. thing about buying a staser. Laurie McAnally is a, a very, very experienced fisherman, and he has one.
2: Mm. Yeah, that says a lot, doesn't it? And he loves it. Well, that wraps up the program for another week. Hope you enjoyed it. look forward to catching up with you all next week. If you're heading out fishing, don't forget strong wind warning on Tuesday uh, for those heading offshore. Alan, thank you very much for your time this weekend as you always. Too. Pleasure as usual. Safe boating, everyone. And Kieran, yes. always good to see you, my friend. We yeah. may not see you next week. You might be back home. So yeah, when you... I
0: may go back up. Yeah, I'll see what happens. But meanwhile... If you're out and about, keep your eye on the sky and thanks very much to Steve Pearce and Melinda Paby.
2: Yes, that was a good segment. Have a great weekend. A great week, everyone. Talk to you next week.
0: But as sure as yappies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end
5: 2SN Super Network News is immediate, independent, unbiased.
6: The authority in charge of developing embassies in Yaralumla found Russia sat on the site for too long without building on it. Today, we found out the government also holds national security fears due to its proximity to parliament.
0: With reporters across the country.